Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. A grain of rice. A grain of rice. It's going to tip the scale. Just remember that, then. There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on. Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. There's been a missing person in jail for 81 long years. Well, today, that person has been found alive and well. And that person's name is Liam McCarthy. Hello everyone, hello Dale. We won't keep you we won't keep you long this time because I know you don't you don't like talking about ninety-five. Um, <laughs> or fed up with Larry Witches. You better mark it anyway. Uh, quarter of a century, would you believe? Thursday. What are you what are you able to do? I presume all your your what you've organized has been kind of um pushed back for a while, is it? Yeah, well everything that was organized would have been nearly done and gone, except there was a little foreign trip. I think <laughs> maybe for three nights down to Portugal or something, a weekend, maybe four and a game of golf. Uh, Larry, that was proposed as well, uh, but that was all dependent on fundraisers going ahead, and sure they all went by the way aside and that. So, yeah, we don't even know. I mean, if the All Irelands go ahead, uh, we said it's fourteenth of December. We don't sure will there be anyone there to wave at if we're yeah. being brought out or uh, no. We we contacted Crow Park and Adam Milton said, look at the plan at the moment. This is maybe a month ago. Was that they were trying to go go ahead with all the usual protocol that the other years all Ireland's would, would have uh, so the only thing I can take from that is Larry is we, we've gotten free suits all right uh, so, but we're going to we're going to need a free overcoat as well now if we're coming out onto the yeah, feet yeah. on the you 13th well, of December you might as well still do the wave anyway even if there's nobody there it should be on the TV anyway it'd be nice wouldn't it just yeah. to get together get together yourself be, anyway. yeah it'd be great because we, like as I said the hotel in Dublin were sound like obviously we had to postpone the August end of it. We'd booked in for Saturday and Sunday nights. And they said they'd book us in, I think, on the, the 12th and 13th again for the same money, which is obviously, you know, from a hotel point of view, that's coming up to Christmassy time for them for parties and that. So yeah. they give a yes. So we've that provisionally in the locker, but look, sure, I don't know, sure, even with functions now, will that, will that, we were we'll going to have a bit ahead, of a function yeah. and a meal and that on the Saturday night and, and, maybe make a bit of a presentation to Pat O'Donnell, our sponsor, you know, who probably was there, you know, previous to 95 and is there since, like, you know, uh, so something like that we were planning, but at this stage we're just in limbo. There's a bit of a get-together tomorrow night out in Mike Max for the for local radio out there. Um, no, I think it's only myself uh, and Mike and Liam Doyle and PJ O'Connell, fingers, because they'd be nearby, you know, and, and yeah. they asked me when I go over, so... 
we might have a little mini powwow over there and see, see what yeah, we can yeah. come up with. But you look, we're just going to have to go by by whatever guidelines are, are in place at that stage, Larry. You know, but are you, are you still all fairly fairly good friends? You keep in touch, apart from the odd high profile uh, exception, maybe. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a good bit written about uh, league games that were played at the couple yeah. of league games that went ahead early in the year and all that. So we won't go back over that. But yeah, great, Larry. The, you know, and I, I often said it a great sign of a friend like is somebody that you don't meet or maybe haven't even send a text to or you know you you haven't you haven't been on the phone to them but you can meet them yeah. even if you met them in a pub or if you met them at a match and you can take up like as it if picks up naturally yeah yeah, yeah like in, and and we have a golf game every year uh before christmas uh this year now i suppose that might get the golf in somewhere but uh, we, i suppose that'll all have to be talked about over the next couple of weeks now but um, usually around November we go off somewhere maybe Tralee or Galway or Kenny we've gone we've nearly every town in Ireland done at this stage now last year was in Tullamore <laughs> great crack but um, yeah we all go along to that year and we take up as if we were having beaten Cork or Tip or Limerick uh, Lara or Waterford on the Sunday and we were meeting up on the Monday yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, as, we're as good we're as good now at that as, as we ever were I don't know if the golf is improving but uh yeah, with the social life, still good crack when you meet the lads. And uh, yeah, we had a bit of a 10-year holiday uh, to the Canaries uh, 10 years after. And uh, that was a roaring success. I think there was about 14 of us managed to go. It was kind of self-funded, like, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah. uh, that was great crack. So yeah, we were looking forward to this one. The thing is, you know, you look at a lot of other teams, that, unfortunately, tragically, in a lot of cases, they would have lost somebody, you know, and at 25 years is a long time in some yeah, ways, yeah. even though it only seems like yesterday to me, Larry, but, and we're lucky, we're all still here at the moment anyway, and, um, it's a great thing so to hopefully, say, yeah. yeah, hopefully we do get a chance for the end of the year to, to mark it in some way, you know, if, if it was only a night in Dublin, as I said, together and a couple of beers and, and uh, bring the, bring the mysticism and whatever. Yeah, yeah, come here, we played in with the speech there, um, had you had written beforehand? No, geez, missing no, person. No, 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 no. The bits of paper frighten me when I see people there producing <laughs> them up there. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I tell you, no. I was. Uh, I often said it, and it's well quoted that the sparrow put me in my box down the swim pool down the clearing. Yes. Don't be worrying about speeches. Worry about Johnny Dooley. He said to me. So, <laughs> yeah. No, look at a few. I had a few things in my head. I suppose. Look, I don't know where this missing person thing came from. I don't know. That was some. I did do honors English at school, so maybe <laughs> I do have. You know. So. <laughs> Some some bit of a brain yeah. for that kind of but look at the old traditional music thing would be that was often hopped off us on the field, you know. Um because mm. you know Claire would be associated maybe being the home of that and we we're very proud of that. So I was anxious to acknowledge that as well as maybe uh ramming it down across the throats as well, I suppose. Throw it into a few of that. Yeah, 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 you know yourself. <laughs> um uh, yeah. and you know, look, after that it was about I suppose giving a bit of gratitude. I mean, we were the bunch of boys, Larry, that got there. But, you know, for us, I suppose we, we would all say to a man to this day that the Munster final was the sweetest day for us because mm. unlike, we'll say, a Mayo or maybe even a Limerick, and Limerick broke that hoodoo, obviously, a couple of years ago, but, like, they'd been losing all Ireland finals, you know, and uh, it was Munster we couldn't win, and, and I think it was 13 Munster finals, heartbreak. And, and once that was lifted off us, I suppose, the All-Ireland was a bit... Uh, we were maybe freer and easier going up, up to the other in semi-final and final and um, and maybe that helped in getting over the line. Now I'd give the management massive credit as well because there would have been a fierce temptation to settle for Munster, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but, bonus uh, territory kind of situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, Ger and, 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 and Mike and Tony 
rammed it into us, you know, the chance of a lifetime now to, to go and take mm. it. And then, of course, the excitement coming up to the final was ferocious. And when it went our way, it was a poor match, I suppose. But, um, you know, if you, I suppose Davy wouldn't have been happy with the Michael Dignan's goal, really. You'd never see Davy making a mistake like that. Mm. So we, we held him to 2 eight, really, which you could say probably was 1 eight. So defensively, it was probably a good performance. And then, luckily enough, I suppose. Fergie Tui hit a really great going day, got four points in play. And Eamon Taff, who, who had come on, and they were trying to get the linesman's attention to mm. take it back off again, <laughs> was still there. Yeah. Put the ball in the net, and we look and we, we were all there. So I was very conscious when we did win at Larry that to give credit to the previous Clare teams, you know, because yeah. I grew up as my heroes of that, that double winning league team, 77 and 78, who were. You know, so close. Tortured by that three in a row Cork winning team, then a brilliant, brilliant team, one of the greatest teams yeah. to ever played a game, and um, they were beaten two points by them in '78. I'll never forget the tension in the air that day. Thirteen points to eleven, like just real raw, two evenly matched teams, and couldn't yeah, get it done. Yeah, yeah. And then, even for ourselves, they had been, you know, a torture, and and some of those lads were gone from '93 and '94 Munster finals, and I was conscious that they they were all part of it. Yeah, uh, of get, getting the dream clear, getting to the top after eighty-one years. So that was, yeah, that was in my head as well. And, and thank God, look, things kind of went smoothly enough on the pitch, maybe. Yeah, come here. Like, I mean, the, smoothly enough. Like you, were, I, I was watching it there again. Like standing over that free to win it. Like you were. I mean, firstly, what were you doing taking it? Surely, Shawnee Mac should have been taking that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, as I mentioned, the Eamon's free. I tell you the truth, Larry, I hadn't a puck got after about five or six minutes and we got a free way back. Uh, you'd have to go back to the first six, seven minutes, eight, maybe longer now. And we got an old free way back and I had a lovely hurley I was mad about. We'd be minded and fixed and repaired. And, and uh, I said, Shani, let me hit this with you. And he says, Grant, Grant, sure. It wasn't really, but Jesus, it went right into the edge of the square, like, you know, and Conor yeah. Clancy nearly got a flick to it to put it in the net. And Jesus, it, it kind of went the trajectory, went as straight as a die, like, you know, and... Uh, Jesus said, like, this, this joke is, if I get a few pucks at all anyway, I won't be afraid to have a goal. Like, but it was, so then the free came, we were two points down and, and Frank was fouled coming out. I think someone dragged him back and like, the free was only probably about 55 yards out from our own goal. So whether it was scorable or not, it was debatable for either of us. We both had fairly good slap for them. Johnny obviously had a straighter slap for than I had. So... <laughs> But uh, I just, Frank gave me the ball because he wouldn't hit it normally from back there. And I, Shawnee, I'd hit it. I just waited. He might hit it. And again, like the first one, except I was closer to the opposition goal. But it was well. I was a good seven, eight yards inside our own 65. Yeah. But again, the bit of a wind and caught it, I think, and carried and carried. And I wasn't aiming for the crossbar, Larry. Uh, crossbar challenge. <laughs> yeah, I suppose David Hughes wouldn't be so happy with the way he dealt with it. He probably should have flicked it over for a pint, but yeah. down she came and Eamon was still on the field because there was no one mic'd up to Dickie to tell him that Claire wanted to make a sub. And I often said of the two forwards that, in, that were on the field at that stage, it, it nearly needed to fall to Eamon or, or to Sparrow would have been the yeah. two that would have doubled on that, but they are the best hands uh, Adam Neville was coming on as a sub as mate of mine club mate of mine but Nev, Nev would be known as being a sprinter like of a wing forward you know the kind of opposite to him and he yeah. would be a runner he'd get it wing forward and charge at the goal and he would any goal Alan would get would be probably getting it on the run and I'm not so sure Alan would have been uh, the, the man you'd want to see that dropping down to, you know he'd probably yeah. taken his hand anyway but of course <laughs> Taff being the natural striker that he was the hands of God like Taff yeah. and it just felt to Taff and of course he billowed the net and 
And then I suppose then the 65 came about and geez, you're feeling, hang on a minute here, there's something kind of magic here in the day, like, you know. And look at, look at, my mother is 90 now, thank God she's still with us, Larry. Uh, yeah. Bumps and scares along the way. Um, and she was up in the stand with my brother and kind of caught him by the arm and said, what's he doing? And I was going <laughs> over the 65 and, you know, like I, I, I just looked at Johnny and he kind of said, yeah. And I said, yeah, give it to me. And then, yeah, yeah the worst you one You weren't fighting Weird, no, Sean, he kind of looked, I think he looked in my eyes and kind of felt that this fella is wired that he's going to score this. So, Hubert Rigney then was down injured, so there was a delay and uh, we, we didn't really know him at the time, but Dahi, Dahi, Moore, Regan and myself used to have the odd chat on the field. It wasn't always too complimentary, but he came over and said, <laughs> in a very nice tone, he said, Aradello, we might as well have a second day out of it. There wasn't, there wasn't a draw since 59. He says, sure, it'll be a great, great whole day again for the Clare Offaly people. And I said, sure, we'll see Dai and smiled at him. And in actual way, in some ways, it helped me to walk away from the ball and talk to him for a second. And it wasn't anything nasty in it. But in the meantime, Gerrard had made his way across the full width of the field and asked me, was I sure? And I said, I better, I better not be watery with the answer. And I said, certain. <laughs> Jesus, if we went wide, Larry. It's only the ramifications were hitting me, I think, when I sobered up around Windsor Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, and, and the thing is, like, looking at it, you don't, you don't look in the slightest bit nervous there. Like, and there's no body language no. giving you away there, for sure. I don't know. It's just, I, whatever it was on the day, I got myself into a great old place mentally, and I was kind of in flow. And I suppose the task was to mark Johnny, first of all. And that had gone okay. got a point. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I just was in a good place. And I says, then when the goal went in off the crossbar one, you know, yeah. maybe there's something in the stars here. And, you know, didn't we all dream about hitting a free to win an All-Ireland Larry in the back garden when we were five yeah, or six? We and, and yeah. There it was in front of me. Uh, and was I going to balk or not? Now, I suppose maybe a month later or that, I was invited to a few dinner dances. To, I could have been gone three nights a week at that stage. And you'd, you'd be coming up to your speech in front of 200 and you'd be bricking it because <laughs> they were all looking up at you for words of wisdom or, or you know, so... Guess just the way you know. I, I just I suppose. Look, at, I I'll sum it up by saying we had to play a champion the following Sunday against Dora Bearfield. Massive crowd turned up, a double header, and of course you had we had six on the panel and they had three on the panel, and so it was huge, huge eight or nine thousand in there, and uh, we got a free to win it, a sixty-five to win it, central middle of the field. I think it was ten points all, and I shouted out at James Healy. Or, or close in free taker to come out and take it. They were all looking back at me. Uh, uh, whether that was a consequence of the week that was after going by, that the nerves weren't great. Yeah, I'm not sure, but, yeah. but uh, James nailed it anyway, and we got over that <laughs> over that match. They were all looking yeah. at me in the dressing room afterwards. You could take it in the All Ireland, but you couldn't take it for the first round. Yeah, uh, I said no because you'd give me a worse doom than the clear crowd. I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, do, do you ever reflect on how, I mean, let's say if you the first free, if that hadn't hit the crossbar, it's not have gone over even. like Maybe, oh, you would, maybe you wouldn't have won it. Like I mean, the yeah. fine line between the whole thing. Like I suppose it was it was a turning point in. I know you said the monster final was bigger in some ways, a bigger breakthrough. But like it kind of it launched all of you onto the national stage. Like it changed your life, I suppose. The That's, exactly. final. That's for sure. Yeah, it did. It did indeed. Like in in, in everything in terms of fellas going into different work and and all, yeah. all sorts of things and fellas being promoted and. Ollie Baker was on the late, late doing a fashion show, like, but uh, correct, yeah, 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 for the Humphrey Bogart hat name, yeah, yeah, yeah look, it's yeah, no, there was the mad stuff started to happen, and everyone wanted, to, yeah, it was you see, there's so many counties out there like us there, which are unlike Cork, Tip, and Kilkenny, <laughs> so many football counties as well, you know, that don't have 
haven't won in All Ireland in, in years and years. Think about all the ones that haven't, and and uh, yeah. So all of a sudden, this crowd who were you know perennial chokers in lots of ways when it came to Munster final day were bringing the Liam McCarthy back to Clare since the first time since the first World War was kicking off. So, and a lot of people said that was the only reason we won that one as everyone else has gone off fighting the war, you know. So, uh, look at no, yeah, there was intrigue all right about how this bunch of fellas with this kind of half. Uh, psyched manager <laughs> who told Marty Morrissey at halftime we were going to do it you know so there was all that sort of thing and, and uh, people still I think there's a bit of mystique about how it was done uh, and there wasn't actually you know, it was just a ferocious uh, great work done by your own county man Lincoln or to bring yeah. us an awful long way the way along the road and then a massive massive commitment and a, and a, and a lunatic called your luck man who drove us uh, absolutely wired and still needed luck along the way Lord. I mean sure that Cork match that year sure I mean you know Frank took the ball off Kevin Murray yeah. I mean we're after getting we're lucky enough to sideline ball from Fergie too he should never have been taken at number one how he was allowed out there I was screaming for him to get away from it mm-hmm. and sure Ali had gone from midfield uh, to wing forward to centre forward to corner forward to full forward <laughs> after coming on as a sub and Ali gets a flick to it yeah. uh, and then Cork get a goal at the other chance so we you know, the whole thing could have broke up really because we had been hammered in the two previous Munster finals. So maybe they, look, maybe I believe a bit in faith at times and that, that things turned our way. And I think that was a fascination, I, I suppose, in, in a lot of people about that and how it worked out and that kind of thing. And yeah, sure, we're, we're still living off it in some ways. <laughs> An element of destiny, I suppose, yeah. Um, you're, you mentioned your mother there. She was, she was doorstep by the news the following evening was it they came to the yeah, door yeah, poor woman yeah. Like, uh, gave her oh, yeah. she would have gone up and down like you know she would never have stayed the night like so um, my brother Martin would have drove home with her and sure he'd have just dropped her home and gone straight to the village to yeah. lap it up like and we weren't coming home till Monday and of course RT sent the cameras to Clare Castle of course the captain was from there and we had six on the panel as well we had three subs and, and three playing which was a huge achievement you know for Clare Castle was probably the height of colour and activity the whole village went bananas with punting and, and flags and all that so yeah they did this. She and she had no idea and she's not that yeah she'd be camera shy enough now mm-hmm. amazing she's still around like you know she's had a few brushes and a few illnesses yeah. and things like that and uh, yeah but she's, she even had a, a knock she had a fall and looking at to break a hip and a few stitches the other night uh, only about a week ago but she's back she's back on the road again you know so yeah look Larry, they were look as I said, it was dream come, dream come true stuff, you know. That was the only way you could describe it because, you know, I think the local commentator on Clare FM at the time, Matthew McMahon, he kind of said, you know, his commentary was, we had dreamt and dreamt and dreamt. And, and that was it. We could only look at the likes of yourselves and, you know, watching the captain from Kilkenny, Cork, Tib. You know, the inspirations, I suppose, being far as were awfully before yeah. us. And I like to think, as I said that in the speech, you know, a little did we think the history we would be creating with him over the next few years as well and on to 98 and, and also Galway I suppose and, and the whole Joe Connolly 1980 thing as well and that they were our kind of we clung to their stories I suppose and and I will also acknowledge as well Larry that the Clare footballers winning Munster in 92 was massive Yeah, and we all got to go to Crow Park as a supporter have a few pints see the Clare team running out onto the field and see the Canal End jammed and the reception they got and I was a kind of you know 22 year old Clare hurler at that stage and you were there, Jesus, if we could get here. And I, I think one of our first meetings back in 93, the footballers were next door to us, uh, out in Crusheen, the training grounds there. They used half the field, and we'd use half the field. It was just a slogging session. 
And I said, lads, I was captain at that stage. Like, and I said, lads, if that crowd next door can win Munster, we want to get our acts together. I know, although we, did, we did, took a hiding in the 93 Munster final, we actually beat Limerick and Cork in that Munster Championship, yeah, which was an unheard of for us mm. since kind of 87, really. Clare had done nothing. They'd been completely annihilated right through from 88 on, 88, 89, 1991, 92. You know, they'd been hammered and, and stuck in Division 2 and it didn't seem like there was any hope at all at that stage. So those little things, I suppose, were the things we... And as I will say that the Clare football team did more for us, I'd say, than anything as regards a little kick in the behind to say, if you want to do work hard enough, you know, there is, there is something there for you. And again, there was a good under-21 team in 92 yeah. as well. They were very unlucky against that great Waterford team. And so, yeah, things, the stars aligned, Larry, in some yeah. way. And, uh, and we got there and, and, you know, look, I know we beat Tip the second time around, but to back it up was massive as well, though, you know, to get... We won't dwell on that now. We don't need to dwell on that. I know, that. I, know, I, know, today, I, know you know? I know. Come on, like, we, we all loved you in 95. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. It was, it was. It was a dream dream come true now, yeah. I know, listen, congratulations again on being a part of it. Look, a special thing to be, I mean, it meant so much to so many people. Like, I, I think the, I was just looking at a few bits and pieces this morning and I saw um, John Joe Doyle, the, the captain from, was it 93, was it 32, won the Munster, yeah. like, and he just completely lost for words, like, as to what it meant to him, like, he was almost in tears, wasn't he? You know, yeah, you, you could yeah. you could feel the emotion breaking through his voice, and yeah, goggles Magic. was alive, of course, at the time. And I remember after winning Munster, uh, one of the local papers, as well, the County Express, Seamus O'Reilly, dragged me out of bed. I'd say I was still in bed on the Monday to go over to the goggles house, and the two of us have a have a fantastic picture of myself and goggles with the Munster Cup, you know. And he was the last man to have to have lifted that, and, and as well, so. Yeah, that was worth it. I was given out about Seamus roaring up the stairs at me in my mother's house. But uh, uh, once I got up and threw on a t-shirt and washed my face, we got it done. And it was look at it; it's it's a priceless photograph now. And uh, yeah, for all those people, geez, that had seen the torturous years, you know, that the supposed the fifty-five to beat Lim- to beat Cork and to beat Tip in the one season in Munster for Clare, and to lose to this bunch of young lads from Limerick called Mackey's Greyhounds. You know, the people that were at that and were still lucky enough to be alive for yeah. 40 years after that, you know, um, they would have come up to you over those years and said, Jesus, thanks for that. I never thought I'd see it, you know. Um, so, yeah, great. Fantastic. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 